Hey guys, gals, ladies and gentlemen, how is it going? I hope you're having a fantastic day. Have you ever wondered where your resume goes after you hit the apply button or the submit button on an application? It's often referred to as resume land. <laughs> Today, we're gonna be talking about a couple myths around resume land. So if you're curious, stay tuned. This is the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, and I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. We talk about pretty much everything career-related around here, and I am a pretty straight shooter, so I just tell you how it is. Here in episode number 48, we're going to be talking about applicant tracking systems, ATS, resume land. Uh, there's a lot of different names for it, but we're going to dive in to some of the things that I've heard and then kind of doing a reality check around those. This is a good time to mention most of my episodes do contain adult language. So let's get into it here, guys. The first thing I want to talk about when we're looking at job applications and submitting uh, your resume to particular postings or even directly to a uh, recruiter or hiring manager is I want to encourage everyone to upload their resume as an attachment. Now, I know, I know, I know, I know we can apply to jobs uh, using our LinkedIn profiles. On Indeed specifically, you can upload your resume and then it stores it as a profile and you can apply with your profile. While I think those are very convenient ways to be applying for jobs, I want to let you know the universal preference is to have you upload your resume. So oftentimes when we are applying with uh, profiles or LinkedIn profiles, whether it's Indeed or LinkedIn or what have you, the formatting looks really, really wonky on the other end. So what you see is from the application perspective, and then I see the other side. So the actual submitted application, and oftentimes when you're using a profile of any sorts to apply for a position, the formatting is really messed up. And it's hard to follow and focus on the experience uh, or the background of the person you're looking at. I also would like to make a quick note here, PDF is always preferred because you don't know if someone's using Windows, Mac, what have you, and each different software system will tweak or change your formatting, create it on your computer, save it in PDF so then you know that the formatting is always going to go through the way that you intended versus some really weird ways. I've seen it get really messed up. So that's why I bring this up like really messed up to the point where like I open it and I literally like don't have a clue what's going on and I close it and move on. So don't take that chance over something so simple. The second thing I want to talk about as it relates to our applicant tracking systems or ATSs or uh, resume land, depending on what we're calling it, <laughs> is there is a common misconception that applicant tracking systems have some sort of keyword search or algorithm that automatically rejects people. So I've heard this often that people think that the system that they're using to apply to jobs is automatically rejecting them based on keywords of their resume. And I have used three or four of the big name applicant tracking systems. And I can tell you, none of them have an algorithm or keyword 
component to the software that if you have certain keywords in your resumes, you get a rejection letter. Now, what I can say about this though, is there are most, I shouldn't say all, but most of the applicant tracking systems have the ability for a recruiter or hiring manager to enter in questions while you're doing the application and you can get auto-rejected based on those questions. So for example, there have been applications where I have filled them out and it asks you uh, how many years of experience you have in whatever job you're applying for. It asks you, your compensation is a common one. Oh, and then your highest level of degree that you've obtained. Those are like the three main common ones. And then depending on the applicant tracking system that the company is using, they can customize their questions as well. And usually there's drop downs, right? So, so the compensation one is like a range if you want 50 to 65, let's say. And as a recruiter, I can pick what ranges in the drop down options are acceptable. And if you're outside that range, typically I don't set it up to automatically send the rejection, but I get a notification. But I know some people set it up as an automatic rejection if you, uh, like a good example is if you don't meet the minimum qualifications from a years of experience perspective, things like that. So while there's no keyword or keyword component or keyword algorithm that's automatically sending people rejection letters, there are ways to filter through all of the applicants on really, really popular positions with those questions, those those application questions that we just talked about. So I want to make that distinction because I think it's important because I talk to a lot of people that somehow think there's like little resume robots out there <laughs> emailing people all these rejection letters and I'm like, what the hell are you guys talking about? I'm so confused. But looking at those those questions, it makes sense why someone might think that. As a recruiter, what I might use keyword searches for in an applicant tracking system is if I have a new position open up and I want to filter through or find or mine, you know, people call it so many different things these days, people who have already applied. So there are uh, most applicant tracking systems you can search your entire database for whoever you're looking for, similar to how I would on LinkedIn or back when job boards were actually effective, career builder. I haven't used that in what feels like forever, but anyway, I can use keyword searches that way. It's something totally different, but that is a sense where keywords would play a factor in that applicant tracking system. So another thing I want to note around the myth that there is little resume robots rejecting people based on keywords of their resume is because we already talked about it. It's not really a thing. And, and if it is, if there's an applicant tracking system out there that does that, I haven't used it. So let me put that disclaimer out there. And I've used like the big dogs that are out there. But what can happen is on very, very popular positions, you could easily be rejected without someone even looking at your resume, your profile, or your application. So for example, typically, depending on the type of company that you're applying to, a lot of organizations have to post their jobs for a minimum of five days. So if I have a really, really popular job that I am recruiting for, I could get and I don't have a lot of jobs like this, I wish I did, but a lot of my colleagues have this issue, <laughs> is they'll have a really popular job and they'll post it for five days. And after five days, they have like 300 applicants, which is bananas. I would, I would probably be jumping for joy if I had that many applications, typically work on some of the harder stuff. But typically what they do is they will review the first 
maybe 25, 50 applicants, and they usually will find a person that they like and the hiring manager likes and they want to hire in those first 25 to 50 applicants. So the rest of the applications are rejected and tagged as not considered because they'd never even review the profile of the application. So while that's an automatic rejection, it's not because of any sort of keyword or anything that is good or bad or otherwise about your application. It's just that there were so many, they like didn't even get to yours. So that's another, I don't want to say auto reject because it's not using any sort of algorithm. It's literally just reviewing those first X amount of applications. And if they find what they want and they don't have another position, there's no need to look at the rest of them. Hopefully that makes sense. So with all of these things, let's say you don't have as many years of experience needed for the position, so that application question you answered isn't what the company is needing, or you were the 200th person to apply to a job of 300 people and they didn't get to you, all of those rejection letters that you get via typically email, it's a standard rejection letter, right? Like it it doesn't say, oh, well, too many people applied, so we didn't get to your application, or we need six years, you only have four, sorry. It's one blanket rejection letter. And I understand as a recruiter, that's frustrating. As a candidate, you know, when I'm applying to jobs, that's frustrating. I get that. But that's just how these systems are set up. So you're not going to know. So I want to walk you guys through this so you understand some of the possibilities or insights as to why you're being turned down for some of these jobs based on how the systems are set up. So what we've learned, there's no mystical robots going around rejecting people inside resume land. <laughs> I know it sounds silly, but people think that's a thing and really it's not. And, it, and if there's an application system set up like that, again, I haven't used it, so I wouldn't know. And it's not very popular if it is out there. So typically just know if your resume is being reviewed and rejected, it's usually being reviewed by that HR person, recruiter, or hiring manager. Not mystical robots, silly algorithms, or keyword auto-rejection letters. So that's it. That's what I wanted to cover. I will hope this helps demyth some of the some of the buzz out there around applicant tracking systems and resumes. Hopefully that was helpful. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I really appreciate you. The description and episode show notes you can find at the website, which is findingthebestfit.com. And super exciting. If you're not already on the wait list for the career beta course, definitely get on. Go to careerdeepdive.com. It is going to be a beta launch. So the first time I'm launching this course, it's going to be freaking amazing. And it's really just diving deep into your career and helping people understand and for example, maybe you have jumped around from job to job to job and you don't like any of them and you're like, what the hell's going on? I don't understand. Or if you know you need to make a career change, but you're it's fuzzy and you're not sure what that should be, this course can provide some insights. So if you're curious about learning more or if you just want to get the free training, head over to the website and sign up. So as we get closer to launch date and releasing that free training, you'll get the email about it. And thank you to all the people who are leaving ratings and reviews. I really, really love and enjoy reading those. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are so awesome. Thank you so much and have a amazing day. Bye-bye. <laughs>